Well, I just talked about Craig Grills, uh, Lark Creek in the Derby from two years ago. She was back in the winner's circle, as I mentioned, on the weekend. Vincent all well back, Punchera straightening up in the middle. Lark Creek, Lark Creek bursts through. Lark Creek has raced to the lead here. Aegon giving chase. Desert lightning, wider L Vincidor. It's Lark Creek, though, with 100 metres to go. Second last year. This year, it's all yours, girl. The class mayor back on top. Lark Creek's won it. Lark Creek one at a length on Aegon and third Desert Lightning. El Vincidor followed by Ladies Man. Some serious horses left in her wake. We only spoke about Desert Lightning recently. Multiple Group 1 winner beat Legato. Of course, Legato came out subsequently and won. Um, so joining us is the co-trainer, Simon Alexander. His voice is a bit rusty because you've been screaming all weekend. How are you, Simon? <laughs> it had been a while between drinks. Just tell us why that was the case with Lark Creek. Oh, um, back in, um, like a year ago, um, you know, we, we probably had some niggles that we couldn't really identify and she still ran a couple of group one placings behind Levante and Prowess. Um, subsequent to that campaign, she, we did bone stand on her and there was a few issues and she had a chip out of a hind fetlock and, and obviously a spell, um, and then in the spring of last year, she went to Hawke's Bay, raced well, but was slow out of the barrier. Um, came home a ride in the Tarzino, and then went to the Mount Cup behind um, Legato, ran third, and then, then we had some hoof issues in October last year. So we had an issue with the sole, and which sort of stopped that campaign and then um, subsequent to that we had a blowout in the coronet and that actually created a split in her hoof which you know has grown down slowly and was causing her issues over the last little while so so we've had to be patient and um, it's finally growing right down now or out or just about fully out so yeah she's trialled before Karakamili and White trialled well the work's been been good since, and um, yeah, Katrina rides a most of slow work, and you know, commented that during the last two or three weeks she hasn't felt this good, for, you know, over twelve months. So, um, so yeah, that's basically why. Yeah, so very satisfying. How many Group Ones is that for now? The daughter of Adamos. Uh, just two. Okay. Just two. We just spoke about the Avangette Dale Guineas. That was Group 2. She didn't win that leading into the derby. And I just explained what happened there when she ran third. Yeah. No, she ran second in the derby. To yeah, Asterich, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's correct. That's right. So that was... Yeah, that was one that got away, I think. But anyway. And Matty Cameron, tell us about his booking, because I understand that was the first time he rode it there in winning that Group 1 at Otaki on the weekend, Matty. Yeah, so... Obviously, Craig's rides a lot for Ollie Patterson, um, and he's got a great association with him, and he's got a lot of work, and he had ridden Punchura, you know, regularly, and yeah, simply made a decision to stick with Puntura, so as simple as that. Yeah, we saw a bit of Puntura in Queensland, Barry Baldwin, for a while, yeah. and of course, it, it finished down the track on the weekend, Puntura. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah. Right, but... uh, yeah, like we're, we're on the way up, I suppose, and some of those horses were, you know, had a, had a reasonably long season, um, some of them. So, 
And of course, there was a month between runs for that race at Ellerslie, fresh up when she ran fourth there. You went about a month into the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of three, four, five weeks suits this mare. Um, you know, any any closer, and it just, it just doesn't suit her with the type of horse she is. Um, um, so, look, yeah, so we're pretty comfortable with that sort of time frame. We, we have been off the slot in the mile, but we're meeting with the owners today, and I just, I just think that's too, too close with a trip to Melbourne, and um, you know we've only just got it back to be, you know, you know, close to 100 percent, and I think that would be a bit too much to ask of her to do that, you know. So I don't think that'll be happening. I see you've nominated for the Queen of the Turf Group One 1600, yep. which is on 13th of April in Sydney at Ramwick, one of the championship yep. days. Could she run in that? What will happen now? Look, I think look, she's booked to go to the paddock this afternoon. Um, Katrina wrote her this morning, felt good. Um, we just want to get her out for a few days or a week anyway. Um, as I said, we're meeting today with the owners and... We will just talk through the options, but I think you know if the bone crush is off the table, which is in two weeks, two thousand metres in New Zealand, I don't think that'll be happening, and I don't think the All Star Mile will be happening. So that that gives us a bit of breathing space because in New Zealand, the next race she would run in would be the Thoroughbred Breeders at the end of March, um, and then um, possibly go to Brisbane. Or we give her a week in the paddock and then take her to Sydney for a couple of races. But um, I think the gut feeling is just to be patient with her and possibly run in New Zealand again and then go to Brisbane. But, yeah. So in Brisbane, what would you look at, given, you know, like that was a mile group one on the weekend. Yeah. There's a lot of, of options, obviously. There's an 1,800-metre Hollandale, Dermot Cups 2,000, Stradbrokes 1,400 fresh. I mean, what would you think about there, Brisbane? Well, I, 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 think, I think the Hollandale and, and you know, and, yeah, that's that type of race, and maybe the Dermot Cup and obviously the Q22. But as I say, running are two weeks apart, um, is a question mark. You know, if you're in your, if you're at the end of your campaign, it's like. But if you're starting off and um, like she ran Avondale Guineas two weeks into the Derby, but we're stepping up in distance and you know um, racing to her at that point was very easy. You know, she was just better than the three-year-old she was running against. So um, it's a little bit different when you're in you know for age company in Australia. Um, so look, we, we haven't worked out, as I say, we have a meeting today and then work out what we think's, you know, whether we, if you're running the breed of stakes, it's six weeks to the Holland, Hollandale, is it? So yeah, that, that, that could work for her with maybe a quiet trial somewhere. Um, that wouldn't be an issue, we don't think. But then after that, we're not sure. Or whether we run again in New Zealand and go and straight into the Doom and Cup. Um, so yeah, something, something like that. So. Mm. I'd even throw a nom in for the Stradbroke. Yeah, look. If there was a bit of rain around, you know, tough 1,400, um, anyway. Yeah, when is that, though? That's... I can tell you. Um, it's always in about the first yeah. week of June. Yeah. You sort of you put all your eggs in that basket. We've got nothing else to, well, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I don't know where we're going after that. Yeah. I don't really think, having had these runs now, if you were fresh up, maybe. With a, with a trial? Yeah, 15th of June, the strategy, by the way. Ter- 15th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
very quickly, you know, like um, she's had one for a shut run a month and she's nearing peak now, you know, so um, it doesn't take a lot of racing. Yeah, and that Q22 is on the same day, so, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. You know who won the Q22 last year, don't you? Melbourne Cup winner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're under no illusions that going over there, um, you know, nothing's easy in Australia. So, but look, we think we think if we got Amy right, she'd be competitive um, at least. So. I don't think there's any doubt. When you look at her form, I mean, she has beaten home Imperatrice. There's, you know, placings to Levante, Prowess. I mean, we talked about the horses behind her on the weekend. I mean, she's been racing the elite basically from start one or a couple, you know, mm. anyway. That's right. No, you're right. You're right. So. No, and we just need to get her right. And if she's right, then... Um, look out. Well, she's, you know, as I say, she'll be competitive. Yeah, yep. you certainly won't right, be up right. La, La Creek without a paddle, put it that way. <laughs> Do you like that? No, yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to yourself and Katrina. I can understand why your throat's yeah. a bit sore. I reckon mine would be too if I owned yeah. her in trainer. Thank you for that. Thank you. Good yeah. luck, Simon. Yeah. Simon Alexander telling us about the Mela Creek. Uh, back in the winner's circle, group one at Otaki. Wait for age on the weekend, as I said, beating some very, very nice horses. We know about Aegon. He's very talented when he's on song and Desert Lightning and a few others left in their wake last weekend. Craig Grill's actually had a good day there last weekend in New Zealand. Um, he rode a horse that's really talented. I wonder if they, I'd love to see this horse in Brisbane. His name is The Underbelly. He uh, he led and bolted in there on the weekend at 2300 in the, the New Zealand Ledger Trial, trained by Roddy, Robbie Patterson. Gee, I reckon he'd be a nice horse for Brisbane, The Underbelly. Hopefully we see a heap of Kiwis this year. Um, and, of course, that was Craig there. We talked about he rode Punter. He also rode the Hottie as well at that Otaki program for Robbie Patterson in the last race. And, of course, that Sydney um, – sorry, the Matamata program on the weekend. We're looking at Alabama Lass, who was brilliant on debut for Ken Kelso. Fair to say, look, she had a chance, I thought, on the weekend. She was very brave running second, but the more experienced uh, Tiaokau horse that was unbeaten was able to get over – um, her late Alabama last, but she'll be winning races. But that horse, just as I said, with that captured by love, um, was just too good for Burgesson and Walker and uh, Tiakau. So she's made it four from four now. The filly that beat her on the weekend, captured by love, and uh, she's by um, Written Tycoon. So she was too strong. But there might be a bit of form come out of that meeting as well uh, on the weekend. Of course, unfortunately for Tiakau, they won that race. But uh, in the other race, for the the Colts and Geldings, move to strike was very disappointing, was very short, and um, I'm sure obviously pulled up with some sort of issue there because we didn't see the best of that particular horse. Move to strike on the weekend.